0: Running Buds. Welcome to the Running Buds podcast with Steve McNamee out of Ohio and me, Charlie Lambricks out of Utah. How are we
1: doing today, Steve? Charlie, it's like 75 degrees um, a week into November in Ohio. It is unbelievable. I'm sitting outside. It's it's crazy. Are you enjoying a beverage? I am enjoying, believe it or not, uh, despite it being 75 degrees, I'm drinking Christmas ale. <laughs> a uh,
0: yeah. I don't know if that's just a Midwest thing or what, mm. but it is beloved in the Midwest. Is it a Great Lakes or a different one?
1: um as in the the chris this
0: particular beer or
1: the great lakes out of cleveland great lakes brewing company oh, or is it yeah, it? No. Oh, this is uh there's a, i mean there's a story behind it that would bore listeners but uh this is not great lakes from cleveland which is famous in the midwest but um this is closely related to that um we can talk about that on our beer podcast uh that that uh we usually record on on wednesday nights and all right. What I'm really
0: interested in, Steve, is like nine and a half percent alcohol?
1: Oh no, this is not. That's what you're getting. At. <laughs> okay. Going to be lit in an hour. No, I'm not going to be lit by the end of this show. This is a very smooth drinking, flavorful, very flavorful, cinnamony, very pleasant and bright beer to celebrate the holidays when it's 75 degrees in the Midwest. What are you drinking, Charlie? Oh, you
0: don't even want to know. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's will. A... It's a non-alcoholic beer. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I'm drinking a non-alcoholic beer. Um, It might be a little bit running related. It's called Athletic Brewing Company out of Mm -hmm. Connecticut. They exclusively do non-alcoholic beers. And uh, these beers taste like real beers, actually. Um, You can have two, and it'll fool you. And then you'll be like, hmm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, yeah that's uh old responsible daddy over here uh good
1: for you though good for you drink,
0: drinking non-alcoholic beers during the day so yep uh but enough about what we're drinking let's talk some running what's what's new yeah. in the running
1: world you know what funny enough charlie i'm gonna kind of go a little off topic believe it or not um i'm gonna talk i'm gonna talk issues here I have an issue that uh, I put on my personal Facebook page. I think you may have you may have seen, but I want to quick discuss what you think of it through the filter of running, and uh, that happens to be last week. Was it last week it was recent. We we uh, fell back. You know what I'm talking about here, Charlie? Like said,
0: you fell I, back in a run, you uh, slowed down, or what?
1: We uh, we moved the clocks. I know this, you're wondering how in the heck does this have to do with running, but we move the clocks back and uh, it, it drives me batty every year when, when I have to do that. And uh, so I made a, just a comment on my personal Facebook page, which I'm rarely doing these days, but I got a lot of feedback about that. Now, when I, when I oppose the falling back, um, I'm doing it through the, the prism or the, uh, I'm sorry, the filter of a runner where I do not like, after I get off work every day, I have to run in the dark. Do you have any, uh, do you have any strong feelings on the clocks moving one way or the other as it relates to your running?
0: Uh, not a strong feeling, but I definitely feel like the, the falling back of the clocks is sort of the beginning of the end of the running season. Yeah. Um, if I were to play out the perfect running year. I would do like a fall uh, race, of course, a marathon, but maybe sometime in October. And then um, if I was living in Northwest Ohio, I would certainly be doing the, uh, the Churchill's half marathon in early November. And that's usually right around the time the clocks fall back. So once that race is in the bag, you might have a Turkey trot, but uh, yeah, the, the real serious running, Uh, is done for the year i think the the fallback is is very indicative of that yes yeah because it just thinks you can't it just gets a lot more difficult to get out the door after work if you do like a nine-to-five type job when it's used to be light and now it's very dark
1: yeah well i'll give you my hang-up and and actually so my thought first of all just to I had this like image in my mind that this is like, this is like apolitical, but it's an issue. This is the kind of thing that like a parties could come together and solve. We could either stick with daylight savings or we could stick with standard and just leave it alone. But I myself would stick with daylight savings where we have more daylight in the evening, and I believe would say the complete opposite where they're happy getting up and driving to work in the morning with, with daylight and running early in the daylight and uh just based on the- this country apart so i don't think we'd really get anywhere i don't think if this ever really happened uh it would it would actually ever see the light of day i don't think it would ever get support but uh i am definitely a uh a daylight saving supporter and uh i'm with you 100 i once it, it's indicative of the end of the year and i cannot stand running in the heat of the summer and you get that nice couple of months of just cool weather where you can just really have great runs in the evenings with a lot of daylight and then the rug the rug gets pulled out from under you
0: so uh steve you realize that this um it's a law right or it's at least something that's yeah legislated yeah Uh, you realize that they're they're not doing this with runners
1: in mind right
0: we're well, doing knew,
1: this but this being yeah, a getting couple passengers in, in, in mind, mind. right <laughs> well i know but you know what even runners in, in mind or not it's still more valid that I, I believe it was like uh, it was done to satisfy the whims of like amish farmers you know in the 1800s
0: that's what i heard then somebody brought my attention that this gives uh, put kids getting on buses in the light for much longer than they would not be Oh. Um, like a safety for kids thing oh. which i know you're you're
1: anti children safety yeah, yeah, so i know they they're they don't vote they don't, they don't <laughs> <take> taxes. <laughs> come on they may not vote but they
0: have a voice <laughs> and it needs to be heard um i have a quick story about daylight savings actually right. uh, it, did it to be earlier or is it always like uh, early yeah, early. So, so I, I believe support.
1: they uh, they moved it like two weeks, but you know, and then you have those states. I think there's holdout states. I, again, I didn't research, so I'm going to throw out Indiana. I think Indiana kind of stands firm. Um, but I know they, Arizona does. They, they what? They stand firm. Yeah, they don't change. But it's standard time, right? I don't know. See, <laughs> I,
0: I know. <laughs> uh so it's early november and this was a couple years ago i was still living in toledo and uh it's soon after halloween and i i personally i get into halloween i like i have a spooky playlist i enjoy listening to <laughs> uh i don't listen i don't watch too many scary movies but i usually am in the mood to watch some scary movies around halloween wait
1: do you, and, you uh, do you run with the spooky playlist i mean do you ever i know you don't listen to music right we, we talked about this but
0: uh, I, I only listen to music when I'm on the treadmill, and I'm on the treadmill usually only in um, the dead of winter. Okay. Um, okay. It's I'm not above it by any means, though. I think I've got some awesome tracks. It's uh <laughs> it's straight fire. And um, like Monster Mash? Does
1: Monster? You hear Monster Mash? Do you? Uh... Oh, that's you that's it, right man? off the bat.
0: Yeah, that's right off the bat. But I.
1: Okay, this is a tangent. But... <laughs> know, right, get back to your story. You, uh,
0: I really like the songs that are scary without trying to be. Um, like "Paint It Black" by the Rolling Stones is on there. Uh, just the song "Spooky" uh, is a good one. Anyway, but anyway, so I get into Halloween. I watch some scary movies, and um, I don't particularly get too scared or so I thought, but I remember soon after the time change and soon after Halloween, I went on a run and it just felt tremendously darker than usual. Um, <laughs> tremendously. And I was going down the side cut tow path in Miami, Ohio, and it's just this um, gravel trail along uh, the river, uh, a little bit wooded yeah. and I'm running down this thing and just my imagination is starting to get a hold of me of these spooky movies and all these zombies and goblins and things I've been around. And I'm getting legit a little scared. Well, and the yeah. thing that... So you're, along, is,
1: you're along a river and there's no ambient light from a city. I mean, you are out there. And yes, you are in a horror movie.
0: It's dark. I think I was wearing a headlight, but that only only made things more tunneled and that, creepy yeah, that,
1: that shows the enemy where to where to go where to, <laughs> the target is. makes you easier to find
0: and i kept i even wore a reflective vest because i'm very safe i've got a lot to live for and um i'm running and i'm hearing what sounds like a dog's chain and uh i don't <laughs> care who you are if you think you're getting chased down by a dog you're gonna be scared and I'm running, I'm hearing like that, that distinct sound of the chain rattling on a dog. And then, of course, my imagination's getting the best of me. And I'm picturing a werewolf or something. And uh, I, I think I even slow down and the chain sound slows down. I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. I'm going to get eaten by this dog or werewolf thing on side cut towpath. Um they're going to say he died doing what he loved. And I love running, but I don't love getting eaten by a dog. Uh, but it turns out that I had a little zipper on yeah. the, the vest ah. that was banging against something else. And no dog. It was just the call was inside the house, as they say. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. I, And none
0: of this I would have scared. ever
1: happened if not for us falling back, Charlie. That's my point. Thank you.
0: And I tell you what, though, when you're running scared, you are moving. You and are. the miles go by fast.
1: Yeah, I, I've, I've experienced this before. Not only are you moving fast, but your heart, you, you have that anxiety. So your heart is racing at probably 110%. And uh, there's just no feeling like it. it. And especially if you're running into the void, which I've, I've experienced that before. Where you're running in the dark and you're slightly afraid of something or You don't quite know where you're going. And just that void that you're just propelling yourself into is is crazy. It's the craziest feeling running-wise.
0: Have you ever been running when it's real dark and you have a a headlamp on? And especially if you're alone, because if there's several people with headlamps and things, then this doesn't happen. But you're running alone with a headlamp. And just because of the way you can see, you keep almost feeling like you have goggles on.
1: Well, it's, it's, is that just me? I'm going to say that's you, that particular. There's some really strange sensations you do get when you're running with the headlight, ham, headlamp. <laughs> I said headlight and headlamp. Combine them. But um, what I was trying to say is the shadows freak me out. That's really why I almost hate running with the sh- uh, headlamp is those shadows when I'm trying to, trying to keep a line. I'm constantly going offline. I, they screw me up.
0: Now, Steve, if you were more of a morning runner, you would probably love the fallback because then you have more light in the morning. Yes. Are you not exclusively one way or the other or what?
1: I have come around to enjoying more in the evening than I have the morning. So that's why I've become a uh, daylight savings guy instead of a standard guy.
0: All right. So That's my platform. All right. So, do we have a runner's rule out of this, or
1: what? No, we don't, because, like I said, this is going to divide the nation. I, I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious, dear listeners, what, what is your uh, preference in this? Maybe, maybe one way or the other. We can. I I guess I as an alternative. Well, I don't know if as an alternative, I prefer just staying one or the other, because I don't think I would enjoy standard time year round. So, um, it's either yeah. some daylight savings time or all daylight savings time, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Just society in general right now is just so homogenized. Um, there's very little conflict or discussion or hard stances on one side or the other. I'm glad we're we're throwing something that might be a bit divisive uh, to get conversation
1: yeah. going. And not by any kind of uh, political lines. You know, I mean, this is one of those things. I think uh, we, like I said, we're all going to bring in our own personal lives experience. And uh, it's going to have nothing to do with if we think... Any kind of political leanings one way or the other, this is strictly I hate running in the dark after I get off work that's that's my only and frankly that might be just one of my one of my biggest issues that I have as a as a as a person right now so all
0: right here's something for you, Steve. Have yeah. you ever done an insanely late run like it's like, between the hours of midnight and 4 a.m., have you ever
1: done a, a legit run at, at a time like that? No. Well, no. I mean, now this is going back to our, our pod on the, the Olander 24-hour race, uh, one of the previous mm. um, podcasts that I encourage everybody to listen to if you haven't. But uh, that I did, but that was, um, that was an organized event, so I don't know that that's going to fulfill your, your requirement of your question.
0: Yeah, an organized event that um, you were never more than the way the crow flies—a quarter mile from where you started, as uh-huh, well. Yeah. Right, just I never the have. shape of the. Mm-hmm. Have Have you never done one of those like overnight, like Ragnar relays or the like, where everybody piles in a van and you just keep running for like 180, 200 miles? And never have that is something i've done a few of and probably the only time that i've run at just like 3 30 a.m or something just ridiculous and it is something else especially if you do one that really gets out there in the country or out west or something uh just under a huge kaleidoscope of stars and things uh those also being 200 mile long relay you can go pretty long stretches that it's it's just you out there on a road you've never been on before uh running in complete darkness and it's uh it's pretty cool Uh, (laughs) nothing no no grand analysis on it besides it is it is something cool so there there is some some benefit to running at dark
1: there is some exhilaration though correct i mean it's it's (laughs) cool but there's it it's very outside of the norm. I mean, obviously it's outside of the norm because it's as it's the outlier of all of your runs that are done, you know, at your convenience. Um I did find uh, when I was running at night, even though I was I kept the same I was just running basically a, a loop. Um, I found myself looking up a lot more and and just kind of enjoying the sky. I and I don't usually do that even even when I ran a run at dusk or you know, where you see things like the moon or, you know, planes or that sort of thing. But when when you have a sky that's just lit up with stars, it's, it's pretty amazing.
0: All right, another story. Same same stretch of uh, <laughs> running trail, uh, side cut towpath. This was, this was the dead of winter, um, probably January or early February or something like that. I'm running the same path and now I'm used to the dark. I'm not scared. I know the little jingling is not the dog, but my best. You've taped the uh, taped the chain. <laughs> and uh it was I know it was a dead of winter because there was a lot of snow. There was a lot of snow on the ground and a lot of ice. And um I had to make a hard right turn to get off the towpath back uh towards the road. And I make this ninety degree turn and uh my feet just slipped right out underneath ah, me. It, uh, comically, comically so that really I land. Comical. Uh, have you ever seen um, Home Alone? Of course you have. Everyone's seen Home Alone. Yes. But you know how they just slip on the steps like, whoop, and they like land on their backs? It was literally like that. And uh, and uh, the reason I mention it, uh, running in the dark and stuff, I remember just Going from this, like, the intensity, just how noisy it is when you're running, just even by yourself, the crunch of the snow under your feet, your hard breathing, um, the wind in your ears and stuff. And then just in a matter of half a second, just being on my back and only my breathing and all of that other noise gone and just looking up and thinking, my God, what a beautiful night. (laughs) And I just turned my watch off. And it was probably no more than ten seconds, but I just kinda like across oh, my feet, put my head behind hands behind my head and was like, This is kinda cool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it almost felt uh like destined uh, to have that nice slip and fall and yeah. enjoy the stars.
1: That gives me such benefit for course- you, Charlie. I mean you can just roll with it, you know. Falling is, is one of those things in running that uh, just... It can be so traumatic, but yeah, if you, you realize you've had a soft landing and you can just enjoy that moment, that's, that's, that's what it's all about, isn't it?
0: Oh, uh, well, they always call me, uh, Charlie, stop and smell the roses, Lambrick. So, um, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I Charlie
1: I could, <gasps> for you. Yes. What if you ever, if you're just run a mile, what's the fastest single mile you've ever run out of curiosity?
0: Uh, good question. I have never broken five minutes in a single mile. I have only done one one mile race and it was a few days literally after running a marathon. So, uh, I, I ran, uh, significantly over five minutes. Um, there was a time I was very confident I could have run under five minutes and I just never did. And now I'm looking back at that guy, like, the hell, man? You need to. <laughs> you should have done that. Uh, the fastest mile recorded on my watch, and uh, it's also on Strava, though, I believe is a 509. And Apparently, that
1: is it, good, though.
0: Believe it or not, uh, this is my humble brag, uh, that was inside of a five mile race. Um, I don't remember if it was particularly downhill or what, but I remember. Being in yeah. the second mile of a five-mile race, looking at my watch and it's saying four something and thinking, damn, I wish I did the 5K. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm, and uh, thinking, consciously thinking, okay, pull it back. You're going to blow up bad. And I did actually end up getting side stitches soon after, <laughs> but I think that's, that second mile I did clock a, a 509 and that's been uh, my fastest mile. Uh, but I am hoping this is going far too long. I know, <laughs> I know what you're trying to intro. Just as long but as we go to...
1: past 5:09, then uh, it's okay.
0: Yes, 5:09 <laughs> is my fastest. Why? Um, Why do you ask, Steve? I
1: I asked because uh, I'm wondering if you've heard about this uh, this woman in a very compromised state that ran a uh, a very fast mild. Can you do you know who I'm talking about?
0: Uh as serendipity would have it, her name is right on this computer screen and really? scream computer screen in front of me. McKenna, get this last name, Miler. Can you make that? Can't make this up. No, McKenna. Her last name is M Y L E R. McKenna Miler, a woman from California, ran a five minute twenty five second mile, and she did this while
1: nine months pregnant (laughs) oh wow that's isn't that crazy mckenna
0: was just one week away from her due date when she completed the task or the monumental effort unreal dude did unreal i can you imagine doing a mile race and like most days I cannot run a 5 minute 25 second mile but can you imagine like running a 529
1: and then a pregnant lady just
0: passing you?
1: <laughs> well okay so, so number one, 1 that's faster than my my fastest mile which came in a in a 5k. So I've never done just this flat out mile but um we you and I Charlie we both I mean, this is where we're falling short is that we don't have this perspective. We, we've, never, we've never been pregnant. We both have had wives that have been pregnant, but ourselves. But um, I, I think it's probably the same for you. My wife, once you get to that point where, you know, you're within a week, um, you, she's sick of it and starts doing things maybe that would, would kind of move things along. Spicy foods, um, walks. I wonder if that was in her mind at all. And going out yeah. <laughs> the fastest mile we yeah. possibly could. Like, I am flipping done with this. I am I'm gonna run a mile as hard as I can. And and she was so angry, and this is happening in my mind, of course, but she was so angry about what her body was doing to her and how miserable she was that she was gonna get this thing out of her and run a the fastest mile, which turned out to be a a five twenty what mile? Whatever it was, but Five twenty-five. Yeah. So you
0: think just the frustration of still like she hasn't slept well in Mm. at least a month. No. Um, she can't eat what she wants to eat. She's got somebody kicking her in the spine from the inside, (laughs) and you think this just all this frustration she uh, fueled her just throwing it down and running a five twenty-five. She had to
1: rage. I think it was pregnancy rage.
0: What is that? That's 325 seconds. How many of those 325 seconds did she stop and think, I wonder if this is going to put me into labor?
1: Or I hope this puts me into labor.
0: <laughs> True. I have, Man, a- I really thought you were going a different direction with that. I thought you were going to be like, uh, uh, some women can't even have spicy food when they're pregnant. This lady ran a
1: 525. <laughs> 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 well, that's also a very valid point that... Uh, Well, wait, now, does it say how long between the mile and and birth? Uh,
0: It was one week before the due date. I don't know. uh,
1: So she didn't just, like, instantly... I mean, it may be be a medical breakthrough that a certain speed will just, you know, it'll it'll make it happen. I
0: mean, have you ever heard some of these horror stories about, like, what the... "Quote unquote," doctors were telling women like back in the '50s and stuff. They were—I don't want to be crass, but they were saying that things would basically fall out of them yeah, if yeah. they ran too fast. Yeah. And this lady's, um, <laughs> this lady's pregnant nine months pregnant it's just when it it's just fun. a miler like, we'll have to we'll put a link to the article yeah on yeah this, absolutely uh,
1: wouldn't it be fun to dig post, up some but... of these doctors and reanimate them and make them watch what what this woman did <laughs> <She was laughs> yeah. against their their 50s uh their 50s moral code that you know it was the moral code that informed their their medical opinion and not the other way around in this case but
0: it will ruin the poor girl's delicate flower. <laughs> we cannot possibly have them exert themselves so.
1: So I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna leave the name out. But a uh, a female friend I ran with for a very a long time ago. A long time ago. If you think you know who it is, you're probably wrong. If you're a, a friend of mine, so I'm not gonna even I'm not gonna say your name. But um, we were on a run together, and she was lamenting the fact that so many of her friends. Um, we're having babies, and after they got back in shape after having the baby, they were faster than they were um, pre-baby. So, really, yeah. So, lamenting this fact on the run, she declared, "I swear, I'm going to get knocked up just to get faster because I'm sick of this." <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "Well, I guess it's a valid, just as valid of a reason as any." I mean, I. I I don't have an option like that, but go for it.
0: Uh, yeah, what is the expression? Uh, lose the battle, win the war. I think that's <laughs> win a battle to lose a war. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, I,
1: that was a phrase or dude, that was a declaration that stuck with me all these years. It's it's been a long time. But it's it's I that was funny. That was one of the funnier things I've ever heard anybody say in a room.
0: As a father, not even a mother, but as a father of a one year old, mm-hmm. I um I had so much confidence, you know, coming into fatherhood. I've always been an early riser. I've never needed a lot of sleep. I've always been pretty good energy level, but man, this new parenthood stuff, the tiredness just hits harder, hits so much harder. So <laughs> I, I don't think that, uh, I don't, I think that was some anomalies. These ladies actually running faster post-child than the most
1: it very well that very well could be the case but uh there i think there's a lot of there's a lot of uh women that go on to uh you know have children and uh i mean really like that are pros and they really have great careers like they they really you know excel after post baby um yeah you know, girl gaining that maybe, out. maybe gaining that girl, anger I- or that frustration <laughs> of having a child <laughs> A girl like, I run without run here in Utah I say this, but I know how it is.
0: Yeah, a girl I ran, run without here in Utah and I'm, I'm sorry, I, I forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember her name. She's part of the Utah um I'm sorry, uh the Runner's Corner gang. And Runner's Corner is this running store down in Provo area of Utah and they just have so many so many crazy fast athletes. Uh, especially women st george is the big race marathon out here and i swear over half of the uh the top 10 women picture is is runners corners logo on their on their tank tops but anyway uh she uh ran a otq post baby um i don't know her yeah history before that but yeah just crazy
1: yeah it happens I mean, maybe maybe for us, the equivalent is we, we put on one of those weight jackets, and slowly we add a pound every week or so, or whatever it is, and uh, you know we figure out the proper equation and go nine months, and then just suddenly take it off.
0: Maybe it's a confidence thing. It's like, I made a child, I am capable of anything. <laughs> You know, I brought
1: life um, into the... I don't know, Charlie. You could probably go to the grocery store and talk yourself out of that pretty fast. Just spending spending a few hours in public that a lot of people make children, Charlie. That's all I'll say. Not as good as it looks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, this really... We we never we did we didn't discuss what the topic was going to be this week and uh, this is what happens, Steve. <laughs> <when> we don't, <laughs> we, when we don't figure out what we're going to talk about. Clock beforehand. and pregnant
1: women. All right, so one thing I do want to ask because you you asked me a question via text, really out of the blue. I can't remember. It was a few days ago, weeks ago. I don't even remember. Oh God, I do it. But this I is never, why I do it I because I never engaged you back. It was one of these things like. <laughs> You asked me a question and then I never reciprocated. And I figured that was the reason you were asking, but
0: you asked. And me, one thing though, Steve, one question. thing. Uh, I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> That's what I say. This is why I send it. I text you. Sometimes I wonder if you worry about me because I will text Steve <laughs> any hour of the day, anytime. Uh, he doesn't have to respond to something. I just move on and I'll text him four or five different topics or conversations uh then i forget what they are we've made so many plans for this podcast that have never even come close to fruition just based on me drunkenly texting you in the middle of the yeah. night but but please
1: what what was this one because i, I have maybe, truly maybe we not remember. It, charlie maybe we should do a beer podcast since we, we're totally out of ideas no just kidding um you asked me like a very to me, it was a very like basic question. I'm surprised we've never really discussed. But your question was, "What do you consider a long run?" Do you remember that? Oh, okay, yeah, I do. Yeah, and yep, you weren't too deep in the into the sauce when you asked me that. Then you do remember this.
0: I do remember. <laughs> yes, I asked you what, uh, and I think I might have seen that on uh, oh, Run for okay. Fun or one All of these
1: days. Right. Well, let me let me but, turn it around on you yeah. then. What do you consider a long run, Charlie?
0: Okay, um, for me, a long run is something that is going to be longer than I would do if I had to work that day. Uh, I, can, I can do a 10-mile run uh, after working the day. If I were to do 11 or 12, it's something I could basically fit into my schedule, but it would be a bit of an inconvenience. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and say half marathon, 13.1 and greater is a
1: long run. Totally valid. So what's funny to me, and even in your answer that it occurred to me when you asked me the same question, this is why we even have a podcast because the question, what do you consider a long run? The response really should just be mileage, right? And I didn't give a straight answer. You did actually did give a straight answer, but you had a whole line of reasoning. But um, I've heard others discuss this, and they just throw out a number, like, oh, 15 miles. <laughs> and for you and me, we yeah. have this whole, like, like we go into this mode of of explaining why we think a certain run, distance is a long run. I believe, um, I said it depends on, on the time of, the long run is, I'll back up. Depends on my training, you know what what point of the training I'm in. Where a marathon at the beginning, I may consider six miles my long run of the week. So it's really just the longest run of the week, as it as it pertains to training. But, um, it is an interesting question. Thirteen point one, I think, is probably to me the more valid answer to that question.
0: Yeah, just because anything if it's if it's more than that you'd have to say a half marathon is not a long run and that's yeah. crazy to me cuz that's that's okay. that's a long run uh, i know some people say consider anything over 20 to be a long run 20 plus and i'd say that's like yeah when you're deep yeah, in training training a mode for a marathon that's getting, that's, come on that's that's absurd. <laughs> dude they The mentally ill people that do ultra marathons right now are rolling their (laughs) eyes so hard. And you know what, guys, you're not really running that fast. You're, you're, you're shuffling throughout the middle of the night for, you know, 25, 26 hours. Okay. You get it. (laughs) You're so, you're so cool. Okay. Whatever. It's a long run. What what do they say? Um, Oh gosh. Our buddy Alan Wolford, Zach's dad, he's done some race and it's a couple of laps. And uh, once you get to
1: 26.2, they say you've done the fun run. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I guess any run that you need to keep yourself um, fueled with Big Macs to survive is, it's, it's, that's, that is not the long run we were talking about.
0: Yeah. Good point. He downs like eight double cheeseburgers during a run. Come on. (laughs) Remember our jogging versus running? Oh yeah, I remember it. That's a little bit out the (laughs) window here when it comes to these ultra guys. A cool belt buckle, Uh, very cool. You know how defensive they are of those too. There was some race here. uh, Here, I don't live there anymore, Memphis, but Memphis put on some uh, race, and um, I think it was the Germantown half. And for whatever reason germantown in memphis uh is known for horses and they thought it would be cool to do belt buckles as like the medals yeah and like the somebody in the ultra community got uh word of this and it spread through all their little hippie outside running all the time circles and uh they were livid and they basically demanded that they they do not use belt buckles because that is reserved for 100 miles. I races. did not know oh that. That is amazing. Really? Yeah. Bunch. Yeah, I guess a belt buckle is a real big thing in the ultra community for doing 100 miles and uh if anybody god forbid a half marathon has a belt buckle associated with it
1: whatsoever, they get You know, I don't upset. really even know what a belt buckle is. Do you know that? Like do you do You know like I've I've worn a uh, I'm wearing a belt now. Can I put a buckle on this? Is that how it works? Or what's like? what exactly is a belt buckle?
0: I, I Technically, shouldn't a belt buckle be just the buckle on your belt to secure it? But I think if you say a belt buckle, people are rarely talking about the actual buckle. And they're talking about some kind of metal That's that goes over
1: your belt where the buckle is. I think it's something is. to look badass when you wear a regular plain old yeah, belt. Yeah, maybe you just
0: call it a belt buckle cover
1: you know interesting
0: but hey but hey can't run fast yeah. run
1: far right okay well wait all right so getting back to long runs though so i mean a, there's a couple of ideas i have which might come into play so you go out your door and you're thinking to yourself you know am i running long or not or you know you've got a number in your head so what do you do differently on a long run than if it was just a regular run and when do you do it like, for example, um, you know, do I plan on water stops on my run? You know, does that make it a – is that something you do on a long run versus a uh, uh The differences, the yeah. different
0: factors. Yeah, I'd say some key difference for me between when I'm doing a regular run and a long run is my um, long runs will almost exclusively happen on Saturdays. Uh, if I have Friday off of work, it might be then or – uh, sometimes just due to schedule Sunday, but it's going to be during the oh, weekend. I'm not doing I'm not doing long runs Monday through Thursday, okay? Uh, secondly, it's rarely out my front door. I'm usually driving somewhere to then do the run from there when it's a long run. Um, and lastly, uh, y- there will be some kind of thought about uh, fueling um food or uh gels or even making sure that I'm gonna get some sort of hydration before the run is through. Oh, if I add one more, it's usually with other people too. I'm rarely doing something thirteen
1: miles or more all by myself. Yeah, interesting. That's funny because in, in a couple of these I'm I'm complete opposite. I I have, a, I, have, I have an unusual work schedule sometimes, so I do find myself doing long runs in the middle of the week where out of necessity and by myself. Um, so I find it difficult. Like if I already know I have to run, say, I don't throw out a time, like two hours, you know, do a long period of time. Um, I, I don't feel like I want to add on the time if I'm running by myself just to go drive somewhere because I'm still by myself, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's no necessity in meeting somebody, so yeah. I may as well go right out my front door. And uh, and I've got loops. So, I mean, I've got a 15-mile loop. I've got a 14-mile loop. You know, I've got all these different loops. <laughs> so I kind of enjoy it out my front door, to be honest. I thought you said lube, lube well, at first. Was, okay. I was like, oh, so yeah, you don't want to things. shave. It yeah. Yeah. brings me to my other point. If it's a, If I know I'm going long, there is a point in time where I'll – I'll apply the I'll apply the lube. What about you? You do that
0: now. See when you when you said lube, I heard loop. But when you said loop, I heard <laughs>
1: lube. No. well, you got to. I mean, you got to put it in context. You're not going to apply lube to your body, are you?
0: Yeah. If, if it's less than ten miles, I probably don't worry about putting on the body glide. Well, or the th- Ten if miles it's over. I'm, um. Honestly, it's only those Saturday runs that I, I do that, so um, it's not even so much as a threshold, but yeah, it is a difference between long run and not it's a long run. part of your run.
1: Saturday routine. Get up.
0: Gotta
1: yep. get lubed and up and ready to go, go grab the glide and put it all over my previous. Yep.
0: Yeah, one time um, uh, before a race, my sister-in-law was also doing it, and um, <sighs> I had some vaseline or whatever and she's like oh can i borrow that and i was like no <laughs> no you don't want this you don't want this vaseline <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait no is this is this a tub yeah, yeah it's, it's a tub up. it's oh, a no, tub that's to, very, to... very it's a very personal i
0: take i take two fingers steve you see and i do too, <laughs> I do too. I'm just kidding. I'm not going any further. But yeah, I I, well, you I go don't further. I mean, it's just the I'm two just of us.
1: Running. No, it's not. <laughs> um, but you take two fingers, and you know, it's it's one time into the tub, right? You never you never dip back to to add on. You know what I'm saying? Oh
0: God, this is gonna be gross. I'm sorry, people, but uh, I I don't think I do. Um, but, uh, when I look in that tub, let's just say there's evidence that maybe I do double dip every night.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, Charlie, this cancels out me going long periods of time without showering. Totally. If you double dip, move, man, that is, it's only for me. It's my but, Vaseline. No, okay? it's, it's only you, but there are things that, that start, I mean that, that that lube is 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 a uh, life rich environment. That's where I mean there's things that prosper in that environment when that <laughs> lid closes, <laughs> and that needs you can't do that. It's bad enough. Just to... Well, it is dark, it's dark yeah, and it's moist, moist, but okay.
0: I mean it's petroleum jelly. What is it gonna? What is Oh, we like just lost all our female listeners,
1: Charlie. When you said moist, but... thank you.
0: Yeah, why do they hate that word? It's big. It's a big Thanksgiving word, that's for sure. You (laughs) hear it left
1: and right. Moist. That is true. Isn't that? That is the. uh, That's the um, standard of a a well-made turkey is moist, and that's the environment that grows within a tub of jelly. That that's why you do not double dip, though, Charlie.
0: You know, Steve. We've done forty-some podcasts, and uh, not all the episodes are going to be as kind as others. <laughs> oh God, people! So sorry you have to be. Hey, this is uh,
1: this is what it is, though. This is what running uh, is. This is the things we don't talk about: is our, our dislike of of running in the dark, our, our double dipping into the the jelly. Um, that's that's what running is. It's this is where the sausage is made, Charlie.
0: Yeah, that gets looped up too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, with that said, you got a song well, for Charlie, us? Charlie, I actually do.
1: You know what? This popped into when you mentioned dark music and and you don't like scary music per se, but you like dark music and a song I've been listening to over and over again the last couple mm-hmm. of weeks that is one of the darkest songs ever. I've I've ever heard, but I enjoy it so much. Is a song by um, Radiohead, which I know makes me a complete tool. That I love Radiohead, but I like Radio, I love Radiohead, I like Radiohead. But um, from the um, um, what's the album? Paranoid Android is that what it is? I don't even know that. Yeah. Uh, the. Yeah, the album is yep. Exit yeah, Music Android. for a film. You know the song.
0: Very nice. Very nice. I, uh, I'm. I'm a white middle class guy living in the Good. suburbs too, so you we're know we're that way. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I prefer their stuff before um, uh, the Paranoid Android album. Uh, I, I understand, you know, bands evolve; they change their sound. And Radiohead's probably the best, and all that stuff's great. All that like, okay, computer and whatnot, but I don't know. I like the earlier stuff better. But what? what's the you know name what? of the song? I have to admit I'm not familiar.
1: Exit music for a film, but that is on okay computer, now that I think about it. And uh, yeah, Radiohead is just like uh, just like runners. their 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 earlier stuff is usually better than their later stuff. So they uh, they they fit the they fit the bill.
0: <laughs> Very true. We are the Running Buds podcast. Uh, you will hear that song not in this episode probably but it will be added to our uh spotify playlist just go to spotify look up running buds episode music and you can catch all the songs that we end our episodes with there uh there's also some good ways to get a hold of us email uh budsrunning at gmail.com uh twitter at buds running and then last but not least uh the best way to interact with us get a hold of us and see when new episodes are coming out and funny articles, funny pictures, everything is on Facebook. Uh simply look for uh Running Buds podcast in Facebook and give us a and follow. We love like hearing from
1: follow. you. And uh I still want to know if everybody wants to fall back or spring forward. Love to hear your preferences. And uh yeah. in future episodes we're just going to sing the last song Charlie, we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll go around them. We'll end around. Perfect. But
0: hey, if a nine-month pregnant lady can run a 525, and we, can, sing. Then we, we can, can harmonize.
1: We can sing. Yep. Get the band back songs. together. Okay.
0: Charlie, this was right. fun. Thank you, everyone, for listening.
1: We are the Running Buds. Soon. We'll
0: catch you next time. Running Buds.